Hey, Ram Fam, how are we doing today? I know my voice might sound a little unfamiliar, but if you listen to our last episode, Ashley Amelia actually handed the podcast off to Leadership 25 and 35 class. I would like to say a big thank you to them and their hard work. Because, I mean, without them, I don't think we'd even be here recording the sixth episode of season two. But we would like to introduce ourselves. Some of us are working on the podcast, and some of us are sneaking around behind the scenes. I'm Lily, and you'll see me in a couple segments along with my friends Lauren, Jenna, Calvin, Maddie, and Skye. Anna, Lauren, and Sky will be running behind the scenes and editing to make this podcast possible. Now, stay tuned for the word of the month at the end of this episode. If you can unscramble this word, you might get the chance to win a prize. In today's podcast, we'll have some really great segments. From teachers, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. To school and international events. Ramarito is also running the biggest debate yet. So keep listening to find out the topic. Now, I will be handing this off to Jenna so that she can discuss school topics. Hey guys, I'm Jana, and I'm going to be talking to you about the upcoming school events. First off, we wanted to say a big congratulations to the LCI wrestling team because they won five different provincial titles. The boys and the girls wrestling team won two separate titles and a special congrats to Peyton Shields, Tamron Bly, and Nolan Gobier who all won gold in their championships. Another big congratulations to the curling team who also won a provincial title. The members of this team are Rhett Whitmire, Raquel Snydman, Bradley Pike, and Paige Snydman. So shout out to them for being amazing players. On the 13th and 14th, the LCI dance show took place, and it went so great. So congratulations to all those dancers who participated in the show. That takes a lot of dedication. On the 21st, we saw some amazing outfits being put together in honor of Multicultural Day. And on the 24th, we saw some crazy replacements for backpacks, since it was bring anything but a backpack day. We saw some garbage bins and some pots. It was wild. We have a few very exciting events coming up in LCI. On April 1st, we're going to be hosting a school dance. The theme is Decades Dance, so make sure you wear an outfit from your favorite decade. That could be the 80s or the 90s or whatever you want. I did want to clarify that although the dance is on April 1st, this dance is not a place for your April Fool's jokes, so please leave those at home. On April 7th, we encourage you to please wear green in honor of Logan Boulay, who sadly passed away on that day in 2018. He was on the Humboldt Broncos bus when it crashed, and he unfortunately didn't make it. So now we wear green to honor him on April 7th. Now coming up, we also have a clothing drive from the 4th to the 8th of April where they'll be collecting clothes from people who don't want them anymore. The week after, from the 11th to the 14th, they'll be selling the clothes for 50 cents up to $1.50. Also that week, there's gonna be an Easter egg hunt where 10 eggs will be hidden every day. And if you find them, you could bring them to the office for a special prize. There's also going to be an Easter themed spirit week that the grade nine leadership team organized from the 11th to the 14th. The 11th is going to be Chick Day, which essentially means wear yellow. Um, the 12th is going to be Dress Like a Bunny Day. And Wednesday the 13th will be Pastel Day, so wear as many pastels as you can. And finally, on Thursday the 14th, it's Don't Bring a Backpack Day or Bring an Easter Basket School Day. Now, that week, we do have Friday off because it's Good Friday, which in my opinion is very exciting. After that, school is off until the 25th. So in the next few weeks, we have a lot to look forward to. So get excited, LCI.
That's it for school news, and I'm going to be passing it off to Lily to talk about world news. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, it's me, Lily. I'm filling in for Lauren since Lauren can't make it to the recording today. And so I'm pretty much just going to be discussing international events. And I'm here with Sky. Hello. <laughs> so um, what Lauren has down on here for international events is, of course, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Do you know a lot about that, Sky? I've seen a lot about it, but I've also seen a whole bunch of misinformation. Yeah. So which we'll get into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I try to keep up with it, but at the same time, it's really overwhelming for mm-hmm. me. And you know, of course, with the false informations yeah. and stuff like that, you just never know what's actually going on, especially in Ukraine, right? Yeah. But uh, do you know why Putin decided to invade? Um, I've heard a few rumors, but I rumors? have not heard one. That was confirmed. Yeah. Um, he claimed that he was going to protect the citizens of Ukraine that were subjected to genocide and aim for the demilitarization and denazification of Ukraine. Which, that sounds <laughs> like a load of... Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. It's actually not true because the Ukrainian president is, in fact, Jewish. So <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, I actually... That is... <laughs> yeah, until I just saw it here. But um, he is, in fact, Jewish, which I didn't know. But, you know, the more you know, right? Um, and we all know that Putin declared this on the 24th of February, 2022, um, that he was going to be saving Ukraine, Mm. air quotes, saving. Totally. Totally saving. Um, yeah, kind (laughs) of, but overall there's been over 2.8 million refugees that have fled Ukraine, um, probably within the borders of Poland and, um, with, especially with a lot of help of the Red Cross. Uh, with the humanitarian crises and stuff like that. And I believe as of right now, yeah, as of right now, 650 Ukrainian citizens have died because of the invasion. That, it's sad. Doesn't it sound like protecting yeah. them at all. Does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, and well, we don't know exactly how many, but there is an estimated 6,000 Russian soldiers that have died. But it's just an estimate. We don't actually know. And then... The ones, um, the Ukrainian soldiers, there has been reported 1,300 that have died that we know of. But um, setting Ukraine aside, obviously there's some stuff going on in Russia because the Russian government actually controls their media and their news sources. So, of course, that's where the beginning of false information gets spread, right? Um, So Russians actually don't really know what's going on in Ukraine and they probably don't even know that it's it's bad. They don't know that it's bad. Yeah. Um, and this invasion that uh, Russia is putting on Ukraine is actually taking, is draining their money. It's draining their money. The <laughs> Russia's currency, um, the ruble, is actually worth less than a Roblox Robux. Do you know oh. what that is? Yeah. Bro, <laughs> Roblox is like yeah. $5 Canadian. Yeah, it's... um. It's a video game, a children's video game currency. That's what Robux is. Oh, that's depressing. That's yeah, so, so it is. It is very, very low right now, and it's getting so bad to the point where Russian banks are so desperate to have citizens keep their money in the bank that they are offering twenty percent interest. Twenty. Twenty. Right. Oh, and that's a lot. And considering <laughs> Americans offer zero percent, like that's so much. <laughs> so I mean. Oh, geez. It's it's bad. It's, it's bad on both sides. You yeah. 
I yeah. couldn't even imagine. Like, I've seen some videos of, like, bombs going off and people, like, fleeing. Mm-hmm. And it literally, it just makes me get so, like, so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just, I couldn't imagine it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Like, I don't know. I, I know that the Red Cross is helping, actually, because... Mm-hmm. Um, they shut down all their aquatic courses to be able to help the humanitarian crises in Ukraine and especially in the pandemic as mm-hmm. well, which I think is really good. Yeah. Um, but stepping aside from the Ukraine and uh, Russia, all the international news, we will be talking about Ramadan. Now, do you know what Ramadan is? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah, I do too. I actually have a couple of friends that celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from April 2nd to May 2nd. And it's pretty much just the ninth month of the Islamic calendar observed by Muslims as a month of fasting, prayer, reflection, and community. Well, I didn't know that. I just knew yeah. about the fasting part, so that's pretty Me too, actually, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So, I mean, I guess just stay mindful, you know, mm-hmm. uh, support your Muslim friends. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's all that we have for international news right now. See you guys later. Um, this is a would you rather segment or pretty much the biggest debate, which, you know, at the time it was pretty big. I mean, we were screaming at each other. We were like, it was, it was bad. Ms. Dilworth actually told us, yeah, Ms. Dilworth actually told us that we had to behave for this part of the podcast. So that's what we're doing. But pretty much, do you want me to mention the debate? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, (laughs) it was... I don't know. I think it came from a conversation that we actually had in leadership. And I don't know how the conversation started, but it pretty much took a toll. It pretty much, it went down. It went down. Um, Pretty much the debate is, hypothetically, if you had one billion lions and you put them on the planet and you took one of every single Pokemon. Well, where, are they going to fight in space then? It's hypothetically, so it could just be a giant How many space. people do you think are on the planet? But like, I'm just saying it's a hypothetical states. It's not like okay, but like they don't have to do it on Mars. No, they don't have to deal with like okay. Hypothetically, hypothetically, if you had a a billion, one billion, is it lions? Yeah, lions. One billion lions, and you made them battle one of every single Pokemon. Which would win, the Pokemons or the lions? And now this is actually a pretty big debate. I thought everyone was going to choose Pokemons, but however, we are with some team lion people right here right now which are lauren and jenna sky are you team lion i am team pokemon you're team pokemon i'm team, I'm pokemon. team pokemon the best team there right is. and if you're team lions you're invalid yeah go ahead um i'd like to say i'm not invalid and that was actually kind of mean <laughs> wow frankly, wow that, mean. frankly that was <laughs> don't need the player and he targeted um, I actually love the game because I want to see one billion lions fight one of every Pokemon because I know they'd win. Um, and why and would the I'd lions go and win? Pet them and give them kisses. <laughs> the lions would eat you first, if um, out of anything. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be there. I'd be there after, and then they'd come and they'd bite me, and I wouldn't care because they beat the Pokemon. Why would they beat the Pokemon? Pokemon? Why would the lions? Because, okay, you literally. Okay, no. I'm gonna lions. not exactly quote you, but this is something you said the other day. You were talking about the really powerful Pokemon's, and you said what they could take out like a thousand lions. Okay, so she did say that, and she admitted that she said that. So 1,000 lions out of a billion, and think, but no, no, even no. if there's, like, 50 insanely powerful Pokemon, that is 50,000 out of 1 you billion. Also, you also said that they could take out at least 100,000. You also said that. Yeah, I did say that. 
Yeah, and what? There's there's not fifty Pokemons. No, but th- there is a thousand Each. Pokemon. So that there's was well, there's not there's not quite a thousand. It's almost it, was, it was like nine hundred and nine. No, there's so yes. many of the Pokemon. I am so used looking to this up. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but like, okay. Yeah, so what Lauren decided to do was she went onto the Pokédex. Not the national book. Okay, Pokedex. we're not bringing that okay. up anymore. And then it's out of debate. I already said that's not. That's not. There is 898 posts, which is there's... if you round it. None. Pretty no, no. Much I need mean, two off. <laughs> a thousand. No, but like. No. Yeah, it was about a thousand. Yeah, but like. The lines would win just because there's so many there's it and they work in packs it doesn't matter what the pokemon's power is can lions fly though no can they, no, they, they can, can lions go under half round i have to say something we're Probably. not we're not saying who can avoid who the best we're saying if they were fighting head to I head think pokemon not someone them. flying away and running away the whole time yeah but what about those ground turd pokemons the ones that look like little Little dirt little piles yeah. in the ground. They can make like earthquakes. Diglets yes, and just poof. they cannot make earthquakes. No, they can't. Look it up. I, I diglets can, cannot make earthquakes. My in my mind. I only I only really diglets looked about. I, er, I only really looked at the god Pokemon. They are they are gophers. They are just um, gophers. Yeah, and they make holes. No. And then lions can fall in the holes and break the legs and die. The lions, the lions. What if they create a sinkhole and then and then the lions just like all die? It's one. It is one diglet. No, it's three. No, nope, three it's diglet and one Pokemon. Yeah. It depends on what. Okay, evolution. okay then. Okay, yeah. yeah. So three, three of them that all come up out of the same hole always would make a okay. But theoretically, hole? have you seen? No, no, I said the what theoretical if they drawings like, of what joke. they look like underground. I personally have, and they're pretty buff. Oh, you see those? No, no, no. That's what's going to It is true. No, like, you can't tell me otherwise. No, believe me. The buff like Kirby. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Lions would win because, say, you brought up how I said even a god Pokemon could take out 100,000. No, it wasn't a god Pokemon. You just said a Pokemon. Oh, no. I meant a god Pokemon. Oh. I meant a god well, Pokemon. Well, no. A god Pokemon can take out more than 100,000. Okay. Well, they can take out a million. And guess how much are left? Nine million. Nine okay. Hun- um, nine I'm going mi- to bring up the fact 900 that. 900 million. I'm, I misspoke. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the fact that Lauren looked at the Pokedex online. And then proceeded to uh, ba- judge them based off of how they looked. Uh, this is this um, was just for fun. No, because they had their bored. powers. Really, under. it was just for fun. This is just because I was bored, right, Jenna? Yes, and was they, it, had, they, had, was their, it they had their powers under it, and the ones that were literally like, "Oh, you can't Water? do nothing." Yeah, you guys were looking at the wrong yeah, Pokédex. Yeah, there were some that said, "Can't oh, do the anything." Wrong. Oh, the, the wrong, wrong the wrong Pokédex is the one that doesn't include the God Pokémon's. Uh, it depends. No, it doesn't on matter about the mine, God Pokémon. Mine included the the God Pokémon. You told me it didn't. No, it did. I called you on the phone that one time because I was angry. That's not, I'm not bringing that up anymore. I'm saying that the god Pokemon are there. But I'm saying, say one of them takes out a million lions, there is still 100 or 900 million. And guess how many other Pokemons there are? So many, but think if there's like eight god Pokemons or whatever, there's like do you, even, do you know what the abilities are of the god Pokemon? Uh, yeah, but like, again, okay. what are the abilities? It's gonna recharge. It can when you think about it, though, Pokemon, in the series, to do. when has Pikachu ever died? Who's to say they're even, but the lines are even killing the Pokemon? But that's what right? if the point is that if they were, they just, they were fighting. 
It's not like, oh, but what if they probably wouldn't even want to fight? But no, not no, I'm no. saying, what if the lions can't kill yeah. Pokemon? Then the Pokemon can continue to kill the lions, but the lions can't kill that All they Pokemon. can do is they can, so, they can get reborn and recharge. Why can't the lions? We're not talking about them getting reborn because it's one of each, one life, one of each, yeah, one of each. Mean- one the line, lions, they must. Okay, unless sure, it's their yeah. only specific power. Unless it's their only also, yeah. power. Yes. Also, you mean ability? Yeah. yeah. Unless it's their only ability. It's not their only ability. But if it is their only ability, then. But that's if they had valid. more than one ability, you take it away. Well, I'm saying if that's like their special ability or something, but like, otherwise, no, we're not no. just gonna let them keep respawning infinitely because then it's not just nine. Who's controlling Pokemon. it though? The lions. The lions, <laughs> they can't tell the Pokemon <laughs> what to do. No, they, you don't get to respawn. Yeah, they shouldn't but get to respawn because it's one of each, therefore they get one life. Work all alone. And so the no, lions Pokemon's, team up. Do you, feel like, so, do you guys feel like Pokemons could group together and no, be like, no, not, work together. We, don't, we don't know for certain that they're pack animals, but we know that for certain. They're not lions. animals necessarily. Okay, well, I'm saying they're not pack-like creatures, but we know for certain that lions work in packs. Which, which Pokemon's the one that can control minds again? Which one's that one? Uh, Meowth. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, can it, can, can it control Imagine, imagine if it can control, imagine if it can control nine million. Now, Meowth is the cat of the bad guys. Is it? Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't it's know. Like, it's I know, I know, I know the abilities, but I just can't oh, remember. Really? Isn't it Meowth? Okay, well, I have no idea. But anyways, Any we need one to... billion would, would go beat up the, the other <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. well, so, as you, okay. as okay. you. Okay, so then. If we're if we're saying that the Pokemon can respawn, which it has to take at least time to, for them to respawn, they're not just gonna be constantly respawning. Yeah. Exactly. So then but lions not, will have a chance to get It's not gonna take like ones. ten years. Yeah, it's not gonna take ten years. Yeah, it'll take enough time for a lion to, to get a lead on them. Okay, clearly, well, clearly we cannot decide. Yeah, no, 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 so wait, if you're saying that they can respawn, that means that there's nine billion lions because cats have nine lives. Um, okay, well, um, we are struggling to come to a decision, so if you guys are like, hey, I want to be Team Pokemon, or hey, I'm Team Lion, please let us know, and we want your guys' thoughts, we want your guys' opinions, we, we want to know them. Yeah, give us some good arguments, because we... Clearly, our arguments, pff, both of them are bad, and we would really appreciate your guys' Lions are worse than ours, but, you know. Yeah. So, we'll wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this silly debate. Um, we hope that you guys put in your thoughts, opinions, and yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye. All right, guys, it's me, Lily, again. Unfortunately, Maddie couldn't make the recording today, so I will be taking over for her, and I'm here with my friend Sky. Hello. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about the meat of the month. Do you know what the meat of the month is, Sky? No, I don't. All right, well, the meat of the month is pretty much when we discuss... We discuss movies, we discuss our favorite songs, our favorite books, our favorite TV shows. So make sure you stick around because we received some suggestions from you guys. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. So um, the suggestions that we received, I mean, they were pretty popular already, but um, I will be mentioning them and I'll give you guys a little description just so that um, you guys have like a little knowledge of, of what we are mentioning. So, I mean, have you ever seen the show Atypical? I watched, I think, like, the first season. The first season? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of it, but if you're looking for a good show to watch, 
watch the show Atypical on Netflix. <laughs> it's Atypical is a comedy drama following Sam, an 18-year-old on the autistic spectrum, as he seeks to find more independence and in how it affects the lives around him. Which, I don't know, I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of um, autistic representation, especially in movies and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it was a pretty interesting show, and I really liked his older sister, too. Oh, older yeah. Older sister, she, you know, acts like an older sister. Mm-hmm. She's maybe, like, only yeah. I can make fun of him. So <laughs> Maybe maybe I should watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to plan a movie night with your friends and family, check out How to Train Your Dragon. I personally oh. love How to Train Your Dragon. I just, oh, it's so, it's good movies, you know? I was a kid. I would just, like, pretend to be a dragon after I right? saw that movie. <laughs> it was, like, That's... my childhood, right? Yeah. Um, this fantasy movie is great for all ages, as it involves Vikings and mythical dragons. That sounds pretty good to me, you know? In the most recent one, there was a white light fury, mm-hmm. which is, like, a white version of... What's Toothless. What, Toothless, yes. yes. And I'm like, and they have, like, little dragon babies. And I'm like, Aww. Aww. Yeah, I remember that. And if you were looking for a throwback song to jam out to, listen to Our Last Summer by ABBA. Which, I mean, personally, I really like ABBA, so I agree with this suggestion, you know? It is also featured in the movie Mamma Mia, which I actually, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. I'm not a musical person, so yeah. definitely not. I, yeah, I definitely don't um, remember it. Yeah. But, oh well. I mean, I certainly love ABBA, so I think you guys should go check that song out. And lastly, if you want to just sit down, you know, relax and read a book, we have Perks of Being a Wallflower, written by Stephen Kabowski. This is a coming-of-age novel set in the 1990s following the life of Charlie, an introverted and observant teenager as he discovers friendship, love, music, and more in his freshman year of high school. But I do want to throw out a disclaimer for this book because it mentions sensitive topics such as sexual abuse. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there for anyone that um, might find this content sensitive. Yeah, it sounds like an interesting story. A little, yeah. little like, corny, but... Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen the movie, Perks of Being a Wallflower, oh. but I've never read the book, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. might check that out. But thank you guys for all your submissions uh, and suggestions. We hope that you guys will watch these, read these, listen to these, you know. Um, and we are always open to more suggestions. Uh, so if you want to suggest something, email us at ram dot radio at outlook.com once again that is ram dot radio at outlook.com or if you go to our instagram i think it's gtug or something yeah green to gold yeah if you go to lci green to gold um look out for the stories we'll have polls there so if you don't feel like going as far as writing an email you could just click on a poll of course simple (laughs) yeah all right see you guys next time all right, hey, Ram Fam! Welcome to your favorite segment of the podcast. Today we have a teacher versus teacher battle. Teachers, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. Today we have Mormon and Peters with us today. They are both English teachers, and we will be making them go to battle. All right, Mormon, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, hi, uh, I'm Elena Mormon. I've been teaching at LCI for. Eight years, um, been teaching for ten, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Good to know you. All right, Peters, go ahead. I'm Danica Peters, and I am Mrs. Mormon's uh, mentee. So she's my mentor. I'm a first year <laughs> teacher at LCI, and I've been teaching for one years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, are we? So the way this game is going to go down is we have a buzzer, 
that is of equal distance from Peters and Mormon. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I will ask a question, and whoever hits this buzzer first gets to answer first, of course. But if they get the answer incorrect, one of them gets a second chance. All right. So the first question is, in fact, a Shakespeare question. All right, are we ready? What year did Shakespeare write Romeo and Juliet? Approximately. Oh. No, you go ahead. 1594? Approximately, yeah. All right, so Peter's has yeah. one point. Woo! I just taught that, so I should know that. Yeah, All right. Funny. The second question is also a Shakespeare question. Are we ready for this? What lie does Benvolio tell the prince in Romeo and Juliet? Go ahead. He lied about who started the fight. Yes, he did. Okay. He did. It's a tie. 1-1. One, one. Okay. <laughs> this is our last English question, in fact. What are the different types of irony in figurative language? Oh, who was first? St. Peter's? Go ahead. The Peter's types first. of irony? Yes, in figurative language. Situational? Yes. Dramatic? Yes. And verbal? Yes. All right. Peter's is two points. Mormon is one. All right. Next question. Question two. Who was Eureka paired up with for the makeover in season 10? Oh! Frankie Grande. Yes, Grande. Yes, Grande. Yes, Grande. Yes. Grande. <laughs> Another point to Peter's. Gandhi. Next question. Which two celebs did Bob impersonate in season eight? Yes, go ahead. Carol Channing and Uzo Aduba. Yes. A point to Mormon. Snatch game. All right. I wouldn't have been able to just rattle that off, so. Okay. Next question. What 2000s icon judged in season eight? There's so many icons, right? Her counterpart had Paris in the name. Nicole Richie. Yes, Nicole Richie. Final question. Didn't have TV in the 2000s. <gasps> Asked Ooh. by me, Lauren. This is an opinion-based question, but I feel like we'll probably get it right. Who was the best drag queen from season eight? Go ahead. Here's the thing. Oh, the question is more nuanced than that. Because I think overall, Bob the Drag Queen was the best, but her makeup was really not on the same level as, say, Naomi Smalls or Ooh. Kim Chi. Yeah, Kim Chi's was an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. So I would say, comedy wise, Bob. Makeup wise, Kim. Aesthetic wise, Naomi, who. We're the top three. No. Okay, I want to. I want to add. If Kimchi wasn't critiqued so often about her lisp and the way that she walks, yeah, being a drag queen, I get is like a full scale. Like it's look, it's walk, it's persona. It's a lot. Kimchi has the persona, and I'm sorry, but that makeup changes lives. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. But legs for days, Naomi Smalls. Yeah. I would say it for me. It's a tie between Kimchi and Naomi. I mean, honestly, like that's a good argument. Wow. Both of you are right. You answered first. Because I so met you met her. <laughs> okay, so the tier list was Bob and Kim Chi are basically both number one. Mm -hmm. And then Naomi was third, which I didn't tell you about, but I yeah. love Naomi. So. Mm -hmm. Right? All right. You got it right. You got nice. the opinion based question. Right. Yeah, you guys did.
It was good. Actually, I'd like to change my answer and say Thorgy Thor. I'm kidding. She's so terrible. Did Thorgy pay you to say that? fantastic building um but big shout out to miss peters for being the best mentee i could ask for and uh let's get her a job yes yeah Woo! Woo! all right okay <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks guys so much for listening to this segment um and i'll see you guys around i'll see you later all right bye lauren <laughs> uh, hello there i'm calvin the start of my history corner segment today we're talking about honor duels during the early modern period, a culture of dueling and personal honor developed. It would start by a person being personally offended by someone's words or actions against them. It you would usually be initiated by a thrown glove as a sign of challenge. Sometimes it would be thrown on the ground or at your face. <laughs> Once challenged, the individual was given a chance to refuse. However, he will likely face social stigma by the whole community by calling him a coward. Both parties got to agree on the rules and would either use a saber or a pistol. But despite being illegal in Canada and forbidden by many churches, it continued due to its popularity, and the laws were rarely enforced. However, public opinion started to change in the 18th century since many lawmakers and church leaders argued of its immorality. So the next time you offend someone, at least you will not be challenged to an honor duel. <laughs> If you like this segment, please contact ram.radioaltoutlook.com to suggest more events to talk about. And thank you for listening. Hey, guys. Um, so thank you for listening this far. Um, we worked really hard on this and are really excited to get started on this new style of stuff. I know you guys are used to completely different people and a completely different way of doing things, but um, just you guys take, you know, giving us a chance and listening to us uh, really means a lot. So um, I guess, you know, it's time to end it off. But before we do, um, it is time for the word of the month. So pretty much how it works is I'm going to give you a bunch of letters and you have to unscramble them. And in order to enter the contest, you have to unscramble it on a piece of paper write your first, last name, and your grade, and submit it into the bo uh, box in the office. Um, I'm not quite sure if there are specific things to write on or not, um, but uh, we will come across that road. Maybe just check in the office before you submit it, and if there isn't slips, um, then just write your name. And yeah, so get some paper, and here are your letters. N. I P E P E A L P. Okay. And I will repeat it one more time, you know, for the people in the back. N I P E P E A L P. All right. All you got to do is unscramble that, submit it into the office. And um, if you yours is drawn and is correctly unscrambled, you will win a prize. And this prize this time is a cafeteria gift card. So it is a pretty decent prize, not just like some chocolates or anything. Um, thank you all for listening. And if you have any suggestions 
or just want to contact us to say hi or anything, make sure you email us at ram.radio at outlook.com. Um, we will be responding to a lot of that and taking your feedback in with a lot of consideration. We hope you guys had fun listening and we are signing off. So thank you and goodbye.